Episode 44 of Slam City, guys. It's Ram Roy here for some back in the office on this sunny and I don't know where Surprisingly where. sunny day. Yeah, I don't know where. I just, I, I don't understand how this got sunny. I don't know where, but it is what it is. We're here and that's all that counts. But speaking of which, um. Speaking of counting. Yeah, I might have been uh, dealing with an allergy symptom throughout the whole week. And, um. I counting mean, sneezes. Yeah, I'm getting better now. Just. Every time you have, they always have those little tears that come out of nowhere in your eyes, and it gets annoying, or whatever. But I'm getting there. You know, I'm I'm almost uh I'm almost there. So it's it's uh it's all good and everything. But we got a lot to discuss today, of course, about the whole Cavaliers and Warriors and uh, Odell Beckham Jr. and his nonsense. And hmm. I also want to talk about a little bit about this NFL offseason because also something about Richard Sherman, which has been very interesting to talk about as well. Because a lot of times when you lose you don't really forget about it so but we'll start over here with the cavaliers and celtics as everybody expected you know it was game five and, you know i'm thinking to myself well maybe the ball and celtics have one more game in them to at least win one more to get to six and then the cavaliers celebrate on their home court and we all we all kind of thought that that 16 point lead they had it took kyrie irving pulling a miracle out of his hat yeah to, that, to close that door yeah, that was just like Listen, I, I, I'm looking at Irving in his play right now and in the postseason, like, it's just unbelievable because he was, like, 9 for 10 in game four in the third quarter. And from that point on, Cavaliers had a lead, and this guy was just on fire and everything because LeBron had, like, four fouls. I'm, I'm talking to myself. I'm like, oh, my God, game's over probably because LeBron has four fouls. And then, you know, the Cavaliers are done, but then Irving stepped up and everything, and he just carried the team. And then beginning of the third quarter, I say to myself, as a Celtic player or coach, like, why don't you just attack LeBron, like, for three straight possessions, knowing he has four fouls, mm-hmm. probably have another foul, and then get five, he's probably out of the quarter. But they didn't do that for some reason. They just wanted to play their ball move and everything. But if I were smart, I would just keep attacking him. But, you know, they won game four, the Cavaliers, on their home court, and then they went to game five. And then, you know, everybody was saying, well, Boston has a chance to have at home. But then I didn't know the stat until the end of the game. But the Boston Celtics are the first team in NBA history to not lead on their home court at all. Not even one like time. Ever. At oh, home. wow. I did not, not know that. Not even one time. They didn't oh. lead against the Cavaliers. And yet they, they, tried, they played better on the road. And for some reason, they could lead at home on the court. That's dirty. I did not know that at all. Yeah. And that's why yesterday you see the Cavaliers have an onslaught in the first quarter. Have like 43 points on, on the, on the um, Boston Celtics. And then from that point on, it just blew him up. Now, here's my question. Do you think it would have been a different game had Isaiah been healthy? I think it would be a different game in the sense of them maybe scoring better offensively. But the problem with Isaiah is that when he's on he's, the— He's a defensive liability. Yeah, and due to his size, it was easier for them to guard Isaiah, do this and that, get all these turnovers. But then when, he, when Isaiah wasn't there, you have Marcus Smart, who suddenly became like this great player. I don't know where the postseason had like 7 for 10 in game three when they mm-hmm. won that game. Um, his size kind of disrupted what Irving and other players have done, so they couldn't really defend anybody else. They were just like, that's why he had that comment that Tyron Lue, even though it wasn't a diss to the Warriors, but saying that the Celtics are hard to defend the Warriors because you didn't know who was going to be the guy who was going to step up for the Celtics. Everybody was just like a normal player. No one knew which one, which one the guard or double team or whatever. That was just an inaccurate statement. Though. It wasn't, but he, he, he kind of took a shot at the Warriors if you think about it. Like, I mean, yeah, but that was like, a, oh, that was a dumb like, shot. Like the way the way the Cavs have def- uh, defensive deficiencies. Yeah, and uh, let, let's 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 put it bluntly. Golden State is not going to miss all those shots that 
it's the Celtics. No, they're not going to miss out. That's all. not going to happen. Yeah. Clay Thompson, Steph Curry, Durant, even Draymond. Like, those guys are not going to miss those wide-open shots. I agree. That the Celtics kept missing. They're, and they're going to get the shots off faster. And they defend better. Yeah. And even with all that, even with all that, the Celtics had to lose. Like, the Celtics still pulled the game off. You dig what I mean? Yeah. Here's 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 where I'm really am with it. I don't think the Cavs sweep anybody if they're in the Western Conference. I don't think that Cavaliers team sweep any of the teams that Golden State had to roll through if they play them in a way. I'm not saying they're gonna lose, but do they? Sw- can I see them sweeping Houston? No. No. Can I see them sweeping San Antonio? Absolutely not. not I don't Utah. even see them. Sw- I don't. Not Utah. No. And not the Grizzlies. I don't see them. I don't see them sweeping anybody that the that that Golden State literally just ran through. Yeah, I don't see that. Especially when you take into account the fact that, yo, the Pacers were on their asses. One or two, one or two hit shots, and the Pacers take that to to six games. Or game three, if they didn't blow that twenty point lead, and then suddenly LeBron went off or whatever. So, but you see what I'm saying? Like one or two, one or two hit. Forget about LeBron going off. One or two more hit shots. You know what I mean? One or two. Well, their point guard hits that shot. Yeah, that's different. There's a different game. We, I mean, we, I agree we, with we, that. we go we go to six games all of a sudden. Like they were getting by, they were getting by the Pacers with, by the skin of their teeth every game. And they never even had to see the hardest the hardest teams in the conference because they only got to the Celtics. I personally thought the Wizards would have really got at them. I, I would I, I will say that for the starting lineup, but the problem with the Wizards is that they really have no bench. bench and, right. And it's proof, and I know it might be ridiculous proof. Well, I played with them in 2K, and I was facing against a friend with You're the hilarious. Wizards. And I was facing against a friend with the Wizards, and he was the Celtics. You are hilarious. Even though I won that game, the problem I had with that was that they really have no bench. I'm, like, figuring out here, like, this bench is garbage. Like, there's no one on this bench, like, that could actually be a consistent guy I count on with and say, oh, you could just test some time here because you really got to put the starting lineup in. You got to put Wall or Beal back in the game. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's how bad the Wizards bench was. So, I... I We'll say that maybe they put up a chance against the Cavaliers if John Wall and Beal Hall have a little bit of stamina and they suddenly just, just maybe won one game or two. But the thing that I have a problem with is that the Celtics have all these pieces, but they still don't have that star, and that's what's missing for them. That's why in this series, you saw them struggling offensively, and then this this ludicrous uh, statement that Tyron Lue had about, oh, you know, they're harder to defend than the Warriors. Well, because, you know, they're trying to get into the mind game of the Warriors because they know how talented the Warriors are. Even after LeBron, after the game when they won, you know, they won against the Celtics and they, you know, the Eastern Conference champions again, he even said to himself, well, you know, they're a, a juggernaut and a team out there in the West and everything because he knows how stressful they are against them. Like, they really want to enjoy that moment with these guys and they're made to the finals. And he's like, you know, I want to enjoy this moment and I'm not going to be too stressed about the whole, I don't want to be, I don't want to be stressed about the matchup against the Warriors because he knows how tough they are. You know, even though they beat him last year, he knows that it's not going to be a cakewalk. You know, these guys are like legit people that want to destroy him and, and beat beat down him like they did in, in the first time without Kevin Love and Kyrie Irving. But, yeah, LeBron, it's going to be tough for him. And speaking of which, you know, yesterday LeBron passed Jordan for the most points all the time in the postseason. Mm-hmm. I think it's like 5,995 right, as of right now. And, of course, you probably get more of that as the finals go by. But... 
you know, people are going to now say, well, LeBron's better than Jordan because he passed him as scoring and this and that. And then this is what I have to say. Jordan did it in less games. I think around 60 or maybe, I don't know, he had 179 games and LeBron's like 230-something. So he did it in way less games, which is even more impressive because if you look at it, if he didn't retire in that first year and he exactly. played that, he probably would have eclipsed like 7,000 or 8,000 points probably. Exactly. And, and then we had this whole conversation about LeBron trying to pass Jordan. People got to put this into, into factor, and we'll get back to more about the Cavaliers and this Warriors final matchup because we got to have a preview here that probably going to be really long to discuss. But people got to understand here, Jordan retired for one year, and then he came back in one another three. Now, people going to make the argument and say, well, if Jordan didn't retire, then you know it would have won like eight straight five, uh, rings or something like that. And then you had somebody earlier this week say, Kenny Smith said that if they were playing, the Rockets would probably beat the Bulls or something like that. And because of Akeem and what he does and best and everything, but yeah, I, this whole Jordan LeBron conversation has really, to stop really because, should stop because you're just trying to force somebody to be better than Jordan because of what he's done statistically because he's averaging triple double this and that. People gotta understand that these are to- totally two different players. Right. This is a guard. This is a small forward. Why are you comparing a guard to a small forward? When the guard is like 6'6", 205, he's done tremendous things in his career and arguably as a GOAT, not because of his size, but because of his skill and his mm-hmm. will and his mentality to, to win in these clutch situations, which LeBron would never have in his career. Which I he's mean, never displayed he's since never, all this time. He's had plenty of time to do it. Yeah, and the problem is that he's always fade to the pressure, like the Mavericks and the Spurs and then these... these Weird moments where he just like disappears. Fold, yeah, breaks free throws, and I mean, he, listen, if you can't, it's not a fair comparison strictly because Jordan's undefeated. Yeah. Number one, number two, he never flopped. Oh yeah, he never flopped. I mean, never he, flopped. Never took a sick day. Never sat down to get a rest day. Not a sick day, a rest day. Yeah. I can understand if you're injured. Yeah. I always gave it up to a player if they were injured. I got, I get being injured. But just resting? Yeah. There was no resting. And Jordan sent Hall of Famers into the Hall of Fame ringless. Like yeah. the top 50 players of all time. Barkley, Patrick Ewan, Utah, Malone, Stockton. Like it. a who's who of players never saw a ring because Jordan just shut them out for an era. Meanwhile, in the LeBron era, Dirk has gotten a ring. San Antonio's gotten a ring. Yeah, a lot of people got rings. Like people are just kind of walking in here and getting rings on his watch. Curry and he, got a ring. Who? Curry, Curry got a yeah. Curry's Thompson, a, Green. Those guys got a ring. Like, dude, come on. And and my final point, because I don't like to dwell on this too long, but my final point is you had to go join someone else to get it done. Yeah, that that's the one thing people understand. He had to join another team to get his rings because we all know if he was staying there, he probably would never have gotten a ring. And that was not his team. I don't want to hear that. Like when he showed up, the reason it's not his team is because D Wade already had a ring when he showed up. Yeah. When he got there, D Wade already had a ring. So that automatically makes it Dwayne Wade's team. You came to my team to join me. I didn't go to your team to join you. Exactly. You came down here to join me because you feel like with me you can get it done. And then Bosch showed up for the same reason. 
So I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear none of this. Like I don't. I don't want to hear any of this. This Jordan's talk. It's just revisionist history. I don't want to hear this stuff because, I, it's, like I said, it's two different players. And if anything, LeBron should be compared more to Magic, Magic Johnson than than to Jordan or Kobe because those are two players that are scoring mentalities and they play in different ways and and they they're not really facilitators that they, they they could be facilitators if they wanted to, but really. LeBron should be compared to Magic because Magic was a six nine point guard who can play all five positions. Who's probably the smartest, one of the smartest players ever to ever play the game mm-hmm. and understand it and everything. So if LeBron needs to be compared to Johnson, not Jordan, because let's face it, every time I'm on Facebook and Twitter, all I hear is about this LeBron stuff. Every time in the game, it's oh he made a beautiful pass. Look at that pass. Who uh, else can make that pass? Oh, but 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 we understand that Magic made ridiculous passes too like literally his entire career not once court. or twice yeah like full court passes and stuff that look easy and let's not forget this I know people want to forget about this particular player back in the, in the early, uh, late 60s and 70s but Pete Maverick who was known as Pistol Pete was probably one of the best or most craftiest players you've ever seen and I know mm-hmm. he, he died earlier because of you know, uh, can, um, you know uh, I think it was lung cancer at the time because he, he, uh, he, he was pretty much in medical situations, but for him, I I see myself as Pete Maric in this era, Stephen Curry with the three-point shot better because Curry, mm-hmm. Pete Maric had an unbelievable shot too. Like he can make shots. And right. He's seen his, his workouts on YouTube and everything. He can make all these ridiculous shots and everything, but his passing, like my goodness, he made a full-court pass look so easily. He literally just snapped his wrist. I know people can't see it, but he went like just like that easily. He looked like... like like a uh, apple or orange and the ball was like, flying. Yeah, like easily. Like this guy had unbelievable handles, and I know he didn't win that much, but he did score. I think sixty something on Walt Clyde Frazier, which Frazier never talks about because he knows that you know he was a great player and everything. So let's not get ourselves too much about LeBron this, LeBron that, LeBron this, LeBron that. Like it's so much LeBron James. Oh, he did this. Oh, look, he got triple double. Oh, look, he's past Jordan. Oh, he did this and that. Like. Just, just, just calm down. Let's, let's wait until his career is over before we tell him. Oh, where he ranks in all time, you know, best players in NBA history. Because I just, I just had enough of that. It, it's just, it's really gotta stop now. And and now we get back to this Cleveland series, and they win in five now. So the question I have right now is, how ready are they gonna be against the Warriors in seven days, for the Cavaliers? I think rest better suits the Cavs. They're an older team. They kind of need their time to, to get it all together. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're they're not any kind of bumps and bruises and nagging injuries. They need all the time they can get, basically. And that's not a disrespect to them. It's just that they're an older team. You know, yeah, they really Rich- are. They make it the bench. Yeah, okay. like Richard Jefferson is on your team, dude. Like, can we also give props to James Jones because he's got seven final appearances, too. And all he does is become assistant coach for LeBron James. Which is hilarious. I mean, literally, this guy's been in every single finals. And he's gotten, like, what, the same amount of rings as LeBron. So it's just like, wow. Can you give this guy a little bit more credit, too, even though anybody want to be in James Jones' shoes just to be there and get rings? And I mean, he's, he's not even Rob Ory. No, he's not. He's not even Rob. Like, Rob Ory was pivotal in getting something like big shot Rob. Yeah. Getting, no, getting those shots at the end. Yeah. He was pivotal. So he's not even that. But he's just there. Just, he just, comes in at, like, literally garbage time. Yeah, but he's, I think, and we all know he's probably like assistant coach for LeBron James. I mean, everybody knows that. I know Tyron Lue this and that, but Tyron Lue, you know you're not that good about LeBron James. I mean, it's just a fact. I know you're a good coach and everything, but everybody knows you're not good about LeBron James. But, you know, yeah, like, 
It depends on how they gonna look at this because I know a lot of people when they come to this time where they have a lot of rest, they don't want to play contact uh, practices where people get hurt and everything. So they try to be conditioned and this and that and be ready for it. Mm -hmm. And then the only question I have for the Cavaliers is, do they have the defense though to stop Golden State's offense? I don't think anyone does. I don't, I, don't, I don't think anyone does. I think I think the way they pass, the way the ball moves, like it's on a string. Yeah. Those backcourt cuts that 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 uh Golden State seems to pull off effortlessly. Mm-hmm. I don't think anyone. Uh, it's a Golden State democracy. We're we're, we're talking. We're look what they did to the Spurs. Yeah, I know, and they don't have Kawhi Leonard, but I still got to credit the Spurs. I mean, they did destroy the Rockets. Yeah, and they wrecked the Rockets, and the Spurs are a hard-body defensive team. Yeah. And they wrecked the Rockets. And they were competitive in all four games. Just, and just then Utah have, have, like, the best defense, the, the best team one defense. Of the, one of the best defenses. In the this league. year, yeah. right. They and they got, they, got, they, got, they got destroyed. They only left for, like, a good 12 minutes, the Utah Jazz, and then after that, it just was just like, you know, Durant went off, and then that was over. So that and they, we're talking about you got a team where there's at least two guys who can win the game on their own in yeah. Steph and Durant. You got two of them, Clay with a close third, and then Draymond maybe a not so close fourth. But he can still average triple doubles, you know. Exactly, course, you know, and on the defensive end, he's he's crazy, he's insane. Yeah, I just I just want to see if LeBron tries to goad him into. Getting no, nah, because I think this time around Green didn't really get a lot of technical and flagrants like he did Pat last season. So he, because you mm-hmm. know, he had to control himself. Because if anything, he could just lay it all on the line right now in the finals and mm-hmm. do whatever against LeBron, or whatever. But he knows he got to be more composed because he doesn't want to be that guy again who cost him the series, which he kind of right. did last season. Yeah, and you don't want to be that situation again. Because so. you can't tell me that if he wasn't there for that game five, he would have been tears would have been over. For yeah, sure. I think so. I know for sure because Green is just. Like, you look at Green and, and you know what he does on the court. And you look at the team itself of the Warriors, and I know people probably won't believe this, but they're really the, the most tenacious team in the league. They rank second in deflections and, and turn and these turnovers and these passes and everything. And people think just because, you know, they're playing defense and they're, like, second in the league or whatever and defensive efficiency rating and all that. But they really are a tenacious team. Like, they don't stop offensively moving, and they don't stop defensively trying to get these steals and putting mm-hmm. their arms up and everything. Like, they're really smart about that. And the problem with Cavaliers is that they're 21st in defensive rating at 110 points, and even though offensive rating they're 113th, third, it's still, defensively, they're not that good. Right. And we all knew that coming into the series. Like, can they even style Golden State because Durant is like seven feet basically. And can shoot over anybody on the court. Curry is playing the best ball of his career right now. And can get a shot off in seconds. And he's healthy. Not like last year. And can get a shot off in seconds. Yeah. And Klay Thompson, even though he's been struggling, he's going to have a a game. He's due to have a game where he's going to break out or whatever. And he's a defensive, he's a defensive problem. Like he can, exactly. When it comes time to defend, you telling me he can't shut down J.R. Smith? He can shut down J.R. He can defend a little bit of LeBron too if he want, because of his length and everything. He's not a small guard. Yeah, he can defend Irving. I think they're going to, Probably play one on one with Irving, not double team or anything. You could do that for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, you have Green, who's probably going to be defensive player of the year this year. He's done a lot of crazy it's, stuff. He's a candidate every year for defensive player of the you year. He's kind of got robbed a couple years, mm-hmm. even though Kawhi has been playing well. But I think and let's year, not forget Durant. 
is an excellent defender. Yeah, when he when he actually plays defense, he can play defense. Swatting, yeah, blocking shots. It, like he's really a good defender. You can't get around all those arms. It's Durantula all over again. Yeah. So you look at that, and you look at their supporting cast with Livingston, Iguodala, and West, and let's not forget Javale McGee. I mean, that guy's been playing. Who's been hooping? Right now. Who has been hooping? And he might be the X factor for the Warriors because if he plays well against Tristan Thompson. Or whoever you know, whoever's at center for the Cavaliers, because of his energy, mm-hmm. because of his defense as well, they're gonna be unstoppable. I, I mean, don't literally. see Tristan Thompson getting another twenty-point game. I don't see him getting another on Javale on Javale on Javale's watch. Or even David West or anything, because David West is a big, strong man. I mean, you know, he's maybe, a bruiser. Maybe undersized, but Tristan Thompson doesn't want to mess with David. West. Undersized just means he's not that tall. <laughs> Doesn't want to mess with Tristan Thompson. I mean, Tristan Thompson doesn't want to mess with David West. No, I mean that guy's that's that's a guy you don't want to meet in the, in the streets at twelve a.m. Yeah, uh, like, walking down a dark alley. Yeah, he's to fight or anything. I know Tristan's he's gonna be rough and everything, but not against that guy. No. That guy, mm-hmm. he's gonna go back away or whatever because mm-hmm. you, you know nobody wants those problems. Yeah, and Javale McGee, same thing. Like that guy, he, he, people make fun of him because he's on Shaq and a fool and everything. But he used to do a lot of stupid stuff. He, like, he, and he did. Like, he I'm legit not, deserved to be on Shaq and a fool. But the issue is, he's now being caught. Coached by, good by an excellent coaching staff. Yeah, and, and this coach, like two of them, two of them, because he's got, he's got, you know, there's two coaches now who are like excellent, legit, all-star caliber coaches, and they're both on the same team. There's no, of course, they're gonna help him fix those mistakes. And a few years ago, there were scouts saying that if he really put the work in, put the, the effort to actually prove his game. He can actually be like one of the best centers that ever play, but the thing is, is that you know this inconsistency and these dumb plays that he's had. But now you look at the Warriors, this PER is up there, I think top ten right now. Mm-hmm. And you look at who's number one, of course, is LeBron at thirty, and Curry's is like twenty eight point eight, and then next is like I think Irving, and then Durant, and then Green, and all these guys. So it's like these are like the top. Five players in the league right now. You, mm-hmm. you can make it any case. You know, of course, LeBron number one. You can put the random there when he plays up his potential number two. And you have Curry, of course, and Irving and Green and these guys and Thompson. And this finals, I don't think there's no excuse for any of these teams. You know, no. The first one was well, LeBron didn't have Love and Irving, and then you know the Warriors won. You got to give Curry credit. was hurt. You got to give him credit. They won that championship and they're never going to forget that because it's a good moment for them to, to look back on. Like, they won a championship because I wish the Knicks won one, but, you know, at least right. won one. I don't even care if it's against a scrubby-ass team. Just win one. Right. And and then, um, now you look at the second one. Well, Irving and Love were there. They were, you know, the Warriors up 3-1, but then Green got suspended. Goudal got injured. Bogey was out. Steph Curry was, was playing hurt. Was playing hurt, and we all knew that. And, uh, you know, they blew that lead, whatever. So, now, it's this is the third one. This is the trilogy right here, okay? Mm-hmm. You know, it, that was episode one, episode two, and Star Wars is episode three now. This determines whose era it's going to be. Like, if it's going to be a LeBron era, it's going to be Curry's era. Curry or, and Or, DeMar. I can make this. This is going to be this Irving, or it started something for Irving with this team. LeBron taking a step Could back. Be. Or, Could be. Or, this is going to be dominant for the Warriors for the next couple of years. Because right. we all know one thing. I don't think... Next year, we're going to see, well, can any of these teams in, in, in either conference upset the Warriors or Cavaliers? Because I think everybody in the back of the head are saying, well, these guys might meet up for a fourth time. Because there's no one else that can really compete against them. Yeah. Um. Okay. I heard a rumor. I don't know how true this is, but I'm going to hit you with it. And, and and tell the audience what Chris I've Paul? heard. Uh, Chris Paul. 
CP3. Oh God, what's uh son's name from the Pacers? Oh, we talking which one? What's the C- main guy from the Pacers? Oh, Pacers, George. Um, George. Paul George. Paul George. Yeah. CP3, Paul George, and Melo to the Lakers. No way. That's what I'm hearing. Oh. That's what I'm hearing. It, 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 I got a couple of behind the scenes people <laughs> who are saying that that's a very real because you know Paul George is out. Yeah, we know that. And I think CP3's time is up. Yeah, he could be out. And I know they're going to try to trade Melo because they all want to watch Melo start over. And, and California has always been like in the back of Melo's head. And with a team like that, if you're going there, you know he would kill to play with Paul, uh, with CP3. And Magic, yeah, Magic so right there. him and, and Kobe is like one of his best friends. Yeah. So him, you got, you got CP3 at the point. You got what? Who's at the two? Um, they might they might put D'Angelo Russell at two unless they trade that pick away and or they put Lonzo Ball at two because Lonzo Ball they're gonna probably pick him unless some reason they just don't want to pick him and he goes somewhere else. But if they do pick him. Then can he play the two? He can play two. He's very versatile. He can play point guard, shooting guard. He he's can, tall enough to be yeah, a shooting yeah, guard. Yeah, he's tall enough to be a shooting guard. He can shoot. And taking dishes from CP. Yeah, making <sighs> a better player, of course. And so yeah, him at the two. You got the number one draft pick at the two. Paul George at the three, Melo at the four. Yeah. And who do they have at center? Who's over there now? Randall. They, Randall. they can draft a center. They but can I, draft a center, but they could just put Julius Randall at center and play small, basically. They could. If they wanted to. They could. But they, they, they got Nance, too. Yeah, they got Nance. Nance Nance has uh, shown some promise. See, that looks promising, but the problem I have with this is how are you going to beat this Warriors team who are all in their prime? Luke Walton being an ex-coach. For the Golden State Warriors, that kind of helps too. He knows some. He knows some of their tricks. He, that kind of helps too. But the pro- I just I don't see any team in the West other than the Spurs probably able to beat the Warriors. But even we didn't see that because they got swept. Right. We don't even know what Kawhi is going to be next se- season, and we don't know if they're going to try to get either Derrick Rose or Chris Paul. Because Chris Paul to the Spurs makes a lot more sense than him going to the Lakers. True. Because if he goes to the Spurs... I mean, but he's from California. Uh, that's true, but... He, he would be Spurs, playing back home again. If he goes to the Spurs, we're playing on the Greg Popovich, and we play with Kawhi Leonard. Do you think they need a, do you think they need a point? They need a point, because pa- Parker is... is no, no Parker's washed, but... He's uh, done. But, um, but... He's come off the bench, if anything. Yeah. I don't think he's a starting guy anymore. I think he's the guy who needs to come off the bench, play that Ginobili role, because we know Mano Ginobili, who, who's probably one of the best players I've ever seen in my career. A mm-hmm. guy who... who Who's competitive? Who, who makes Nightly. clutch shots? Like literally clutch shots, and he's smart. And and I think you know one of the sweetest quotes he ever said was like, I think before Game Four was um he's like, you know we're gonna our gonna be there and everything, but if we don't win the game, then you know we move on, we go you know we shake their hands, we go home, leave your family. And life goes on. <laughs> like, that's, so, that's so sweet, though. Yeah, that that's the that's the talk of a man with five rings already. Uh, that's also a man who, who understands a lot like life after basketball, most mm-hmm. just life overall. Because usually the great coaches are the people who teach you about life lessons and I, why you play the game. I wonder if he'll coach. I don't see him. I know he's been with the game for so many years. Not like people forget maybe because he got drafted, but he's been playing for a long time. Like mm-hmm. since he was like probably 13, 14 professionally. So. He's like an old thirty nine or whatever he is. Right yeah, now. he's so he's he's, he's, he's worn. Yeah. He's worn. Like Parker, he's like he's in there. Like he's just old. Like they've been playing for many years. So then when they play, that's why you never see him be afraid against LeBron James or like these 
like especially LeBron James, like Parker, you know, they're not afraid against him or Tim Duncan or those guys because mm-hmm. they've been playing for a lot of years. Like they seen probably a lot of things, and they probably don't see a guy like six eight who can do this and that. But they are so they know that they gotta be smart against him and not play like dumb or anything. Mm-hmm. But they know how great he is as a player. That's why LeBron has his numbers like he's outmatched against Greg Popovich in that squad because they just know how to play against LeBron. They're not stupid or anything. It's almost mm-hmm. like that that Bill Belichick effect on Payne Manning um, back at, you know, when Payne Manning was playing. Like, Payne Manning was trolling against Bill Belichick because Bill Belichick knows Payne Manning. And even though right. he has him outnumbered, Payne Manning has a better postseason record against the Patriots than he does in the regular season after Manning won that last matchup before he retired and everything. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, like, Ginobili is like one of those players that I think he should be in the Hall of Fame. I don't know, maybe because he didn't win the MVPs, but he did win six man of the year. He's a five time champ. Five time champ. No, four time champ. He only got four? Yeah, he only got four because um, Duncan had one before Parker and those guys started to get. Oh, yeah, that's right. He didn't play. Oh, yeah, I mean, right. still, four rings is nothing to sneeze yeah, at, dude. Yeah, nothing to sneeze about. Like, this guy, he's been there. He's done that. Um, He's been with Parker. He's been with these guys. He knows that it's time for Kawhi Leonard and that next group of players for the Spurs who were have a lot of length, like at point guard mm-hmm. and positions. So but you know, going back to this Cavaliers and Warriors series, look, the only the one of the other questions I have is how are they gonna stop Durant? Because you can put LeBron on him and everything and then probably his size will kinda of match it. But there are rumors out there and, and I know some people have been saying is that Durant is ready to face LeBron. Like he's not afraid of him. He's gonna go at him. He's not gonna be like trying to dribble away. Which I hope he does. He's gonna go right at him, try to dunk on him most likely and all that. Which I hope he does. Yeah, that'll be, that'll be I mean I just want I just want him to get his manhood together when it comes to that. And it's not it's not that I'm overly rooting for him or I wanna see LeBron embarrassed, but I want Durant to do this for Durant. I want him to shut down those conversations that he's afraid of LeBron. And these guys you know, both of them against each other average exactly the same amount of points, like 29 points each mm-hmm. other. So, you look at that, and, and I don't know how they're going to stop Durant because you, because before it was how you going to stop Curry and Thompson and these guys. Now it's like how you going to stop Durant now. Mm-hmm. How the Cavs going to contain Durant? Because LeBron can do so much. And you can only do but so much. You damn near have to put a center, but you know, and there's center, no center he can't dribble past. But you know, like, let's say it's Tristan Thompson, for instance. I don't know how you, you got to have Tristan Thompson guard Durant when Durant's like seven foot and can dribble like a point guard and literally can dribble past him and dunk. Or and whenever he wants, or, or yeah, that dish is going to be crazy. And Kevin Love, who's probably going to defend Durant to some extent in the, in the series. That's going to be wiped. He's going to get washed if he tries to defend Durant. That's going to be over. That would be the dumbest thing. And let me see, he's not going to be, he's going to have his hands full dealing with Draymond Green. Yeah. Draymond's going to be in his uniform. It's He's not going to get that kind of space. And when they play that apocalypse lineup that I like to call with the, with Green at center or Durant at center and Green at four and Iguodala and uh, Curry. This guy's on the fast break, it's just going to kill them. Be like, they can't play big the Cavaliers against them because mm-hmm. they do it and they get a rebound. They're just going to run down the court and get an easy point. Iguodala actually can guard LeBron pretty well. He yeah. actually he I mean, actually he guards put, him pretty well. You can put a lot of people on LeBron. You can put Iguodala. You can put Green on him. You can put Clay in a pinch. You can put to some extent Clay. Yeah, you could put him. You could put in um, who's other player? You could put Durant a little bit, but only because of his length. Only mm-hmm. if it's like in the post or anything, but not like premier defense or anything. Um, those drives to the basket are gonna be. Yeah. They're gonna come a lot harder, dude. Like those are not gonna be just easy. Like for LeBron Celtics, to get. Yeah, yeah like yeah. he's not just going to be driving past whoever and laying it up and getting a foul call. Like if you try that on Durant, Durant's going to block that shot. 
I mean, he did block a dunk on LeBron this season. So those types of plays can happen again, too. Uh, how about that? So, and that wasn't even the playoffs. Yeah, that wasn't the playoffs. The end of the morning, the King Jr. People make excuses that they're on the road trip or anything. But, you know, the Warriors were on the road trip in that Christmas time, too. And they were up by 14, you know, they blew that, whatever. But, yeah, like, for the Cavaliers, though, who do you think is going to be the X-Packers, though? Because from the way I see it, the X-Packers are going to have to be that bench in Daryl Williams and and either Kyle Culver. Mm-hmm. The only people that can make shots. But they, oh, and um and Shannon Fry. I don't know. Jeff didn't play a lot last series, though. Yeah, but he's 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 been throughout the season. He's been pretty consistent with that three point shot, and he's a tall dude hitting threes, which always is a good look. Because if they put David West on him, that's a problem. That's oh. a mat. That's a matchup problem. But West has been able to shoot threes though. He's been able to. No, I just mean as far as defending, because yeah. you need a big guy near in the paint. You know what I mean to kind of block those drives. Because Darren Williams will go, but I'm not afraid of Darren Williams if uh. If Livingston is in the game. Yeah, because even though Williams has a strength, he doesn't have the length to shoot over him. No, absolutely not. Livingston is a long point guard. He can defend. And he, he he's a great defender. And then you got Iguodala doing whatever he wants to do. You can put him at the three or the – What about the point guard? Yeah. You, if you wanted to. Whatever. Like, he's he's mobile. He's dumb strong. And he's a great defender. Ian Clark has stepped up big time for the Warriors. Oh, forget I, it. I think he's been playing really well off the bench. Mm-hmm. This is a guy who got drafted by them, and he's been playing well. Um, is he point? He's point, right? I think, That's the point guard? I think I don't know if he's point or he's playing shooting guard. I'm not sure yet because he, he's a little different because he can play some a lot of positions. I, I, think, well, I think point guard, shooting guard, small forward to some extent. I like I like Livingston making the decisions. I think he makes great decisions with the ball. I like him playing the point. He can cut to the basket and everything, yeah. I like, him making, I like him conducting traffic when it comes to the Warriors offense for the bench. Um, I, I don't know, dude. It's it's I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you think you think in this series, though, you think there's gonna be a lot of talk about well, the Warriors have more pressure than the Cavaliers because Cavaliers already won last year and they got the stack team and, and it's like if they don't win this year, you know. No, because the Warriors added like that. Warriors added three people: Javale McGee, <laughs> yeah, Kevin Durant, yeah, Kevin Durant, and 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 West and. I wasn't even counting him. Oh, but they always had Zaza Pachulia, who hasn't even come back here. Yeah, which is which is who I was gonna go to. Like Javale McGee was already like they they just added like a couple of people. They didn't run around like collecting. They didn't go get Kyle Korver and a former starting point guard for the Mavericks to come be on their bench. Like that didn't happen. So I think I think the pressure is more on LeBron than anybody else. Because last year the Warriors had their excuses, but the year before LeBron had his excuses. As far as health was concerned, people were hurt, people were out. But I, I, I will go to my grave believing that LeBron got Draymond out of the game, out of the series. Imagine this though: what if the Warriors do lose, and then they add Chris Bosh? Because there's rumors now that Chris Bosh is ready to come back to the game. A lot of people are gonna line up on calling him. What if the what if the Warriors call Chris Bosh and then they add him to the team? And yeah. <laughs> what would you make him? Your center? What would you I mean, you can make him center. Yeah, you can make him center if you wanted to. And and literally you could have him, Durant, Green, Thompson, Curry. That is the best probably the best starting lineup in the league by that's, far. That's ridiculous. That's ridic that's ridiculous. That's almost cheating. 
Yeah, that's that, what they want to do. They that's just like play all these players playing together. That's like slaughter rule for anybody else. That's almost cheating. And you know who else could use him though? Houston. Yeah, Houston could definitely use him. I thought, but that, remember a few years ago, they, 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 they he was talking about it. And they, they, they he stayed with Miami. He's in Miami, but if he went to the Rockets, I think they could have been a different team. In my opinion, they could have because he can make threes. He can. So you know, kind of be like a solid defender and everything, and he can score and everything. That's another thing, though. We don't really know what shape he's in right now. Yeah, he hasn't played in a year. We don't know if he's so. in game shape at all. We we don't know how his health is gonna hold up. But he has up. fresh legs, though. I'll give him that. He yeah, hasn't yeah. Played for a year. Yeah. So we know he can probably play. And I think he's years. younger than um. He's only thirty three years old. So he's younger than um. He's younger than Wade. Yeah, younger than Wade. Wade's okay. Is, Wade's is old right now. Right, well, but yeah, but Wade still gets busy. Like, yeah, I mean, he's, he's a guy who's, who's who's still serviceable for anybody. He's crafty, he's smart, but you know, he knows this, he's not going to be that guy anymore. He's going to be that second or third guy. It'd been whatever. different if he came to the Knicks. Yeah, but even the Knicks, they probably would have used him wrongly, and then he career over yeah, or something like yeah. that. Just like other people have been to the Knicks, but we're not talking about the Knicks today. This is about Cowboys Warriors, so yeah. I don't want to mention them in any conversation. Let's talk about current champions. Not, yeah, not, yeah. 40-year-old champions. And then, you know, you look at this Warriors team. They're the Western Conference Championships. And their mindset is, as Green would say, October 26th, I believe, on 2016, is I don't want to... Um, Wait, let me let me see if I can I can find find this right here. Um, let me see if I can do this because he said this is this is the thing. He says something about oh, um, I don't want to destroy. I mean, I want. I hope that the Cavaliers get there so then we can destroy them. Yeah, I remember that. That was on camera. Yeah, that was on camera. He's like, I don't want to just be there. I want to destroy. Oh, here it is. Here we go. He wants to annihilate the Cavaliers, which he should. Which he should, because they know that last year they should have been. That was a yeah. He should. He should want that. He and he should feel like that more than anyone else on the team because it was him losing his head that cost them Game Five. Yeah, and he knew that too. It, It was. It was totally him. That game was in their control until he let LeBron get under his skin. And, and again, I think LeBron is a sucker for what he did. No, because you know I mean? he, he's also smart, but he's also a sucker for doing what he did. Because, yeah. because you, you know, anybody knows when they play basketball. You can't, you can't just walk over somebody on the court and thinking that, oh, you're not going to get any, any retaliation back. Like, you put you your butt yeah. all on his neck and your, yeah. your balls are all on the top of his head. Like, come on, bro. That, that's just disrespectful. That's like, that's knows that. you. That's not that's not even respectful if you're not playing basketball. Like in life in general, that's fighting. That's like a that's start trying to start a fight. Yeah. Right then and there, you're trying to start a fight. So I'm not even. I don't blame him at all for for that. But I do blame him because I blame him. But I understand. But that's also, the word I'm looking. But for. I also blame the NBA a little bit. I mean, this is the finals, and you gotta like suspend a guy like that in the finals for that specific thing. I don't think I can ever forgive the NBA for doing that because, uh, because I know he has a lot of dust. But I mean, a lot of tech, technical fouls and flagrants and everything before leading up to that. But this is the finals, and this is like a game changing play here. Where you just and you've let guy. LeBron do too much. Like, you let LeBron get away. Like, okay, if he's getting a flagrant for that, then why didn't LeBron get a flagrant for walking over him? Yeah. 
Or why did LeBron, who throughout the series just pushes people all the time, right? Instigating. What, what is the, what does that happen? Or LeBron when he was hanging off the rim and then get that, you yeah, know, yeah, any technical foul at all. So what you know, if you're gonna call it, and I I hope the league sees that. I hope they saw what the mistakes they made, and this time we're really coming to game to the third of the trilogy with a clean slate across the board. Well, it is. I mean, these are two fully healthy teams, so I think this time there should be no excuse. I just don't want the refs to start getting involved. But you know the refs are always going to be involved. When it comes to these moments where it's the finals, where it's the Super Bowl, where it's the worst series for umpires making dumb calls about a strike and and it hit the ground and it's a strike and then you know why Hill is complaining and everything, stuff like that. It's what dictates really what a series is going to be because we all know one thing. That pot, that first game next week on Thursday, the, either one of those possessions is going to be a hard foul, mm-hmm. be a flagrant foul. Someone's even going to do either the Warriors or the Cavs going to do a, a flagrant foul or a, or a hard foul in the fast break, and then there's going to be a lot of trash talking. I would, gonna, that's when it starts everything. I hope Golden State is smart enough not to be the team to do it first. I don't think they will. I think the Cavaliers going to be the team to do it because they know they're outmatched probably. Mm-hmm. And, and, I, and that will call the attention of the refs and set the tone going forward. I can see Tristan Thompson doing that. I can see J.R. Smith doing that possibly. I, I can, can see, see LeBron doing I it. Can see Le- yeah, I can see LeBron doing a hard foul. The only person I can't see doing it is Kyrie in love. No. I, I mean, Kyrie, like he, he, he's just offensive juggernaut, and he's not a guy who can really count on defensively. Just there like you Kevin, go. Just like Kevin Love. Those guys. There you go. But, yeah, it's Because I think Steph Curry, healthy, could have gave it to Kyrie. And not only that, he played better defensively. Mm-hmm. Like, the, I know people don't want to believe this, but last year against Westbrook, he defended Westbrook pretty well. Westbrook only had, like, 8-25 against Curry. So and that's, that's Westbrook. Good. That's pretty good defense for a guy. Who that's Westbrook. Yeah. No, on Westbrook, that's excellent defense. Yeah, I know. I mean, so Curry healthy. I want to see how he goes against Irving, too. Because I know Irving is like, oh, he's this and that now because of what happened last year and everything. And now he's trying to get his confidence and everything. But Curry's going to defend Irving. Thompson's going to defend a little bit of Irving as well. And then maybe to some extent Green too as well. And then switch it around with, with LeBron and everything. But this really is going to be an interesting series. And, and the way I see it is, can the Warriors, in my mind, can they... Can they actually live up to expectations? Like for Durant, for instance, this is all about Durant. It's the pressure's on him right now to mm-hmm. get this ring because he took the easy way out. People right. are going to seem like, oh, you know, if he doesn't win this, then he's never going to win. They just have to do what they've done all year. That's the thing. They don't really need a new blueprint. They, it's not like they have to reinvent the wheel to play the Cavs. They literally have to do because they've already stunt, they, they They gave it to the Cavs during the regular season. They really just have to do what they've been doing. They make a slight adjustment for Corver, who, who joined the team late. Yeah, that's it. Like that's and that's to be it. honest. I mean, that's just like guarding Thompson, but who's older, basically. So they, right. know, they, they know how to and less mobile because yeah. Kyle Korver does not do anything towards the basket. And he's not a good defender either. I mean, he's he's okay, but people in that series against Celtics, like they were hyping up like, oh, he's done good defense and this and that on on a on a small size Celtics team that have no size literally, saying that they get the good defensively. Like do that against a taller team. None of those tall. dudes are Sean Livingston. No, no, Like, none of those dudes are Sean Livingston. I'm not trying to hear that. None of those dudes defending Kyle Korver are Sean Livingston. Sean Livingston is a tall, long, two-way player. I'm not trying to hear Same that. Same size as Kyle Korver. Right. Who, who can dribble past him? Who is a point guard? Who, yeah. is a, who is a point? Who can dribble clean past Kyle Korver and go straight to the rack or, or dish and kick? Like, come on, man. I'm really not. This It's a different, it's a different thing. We'll see, we'll see what happens. 
I'm not. I'm not. I got my pick. I know what I think it's gonna be. Um, uh, I got. I got. I got the Warriors in five. B. If they, I got the Warriors in five. What makes you so confident you're gonna finish this in five and not four? Ah, I'm trying to. I'm trying to bank on LeBron and Kyrie not allowing themselves to be swept. But that's that's really pretty much it. That's pretty much it. Because I I don't know how off LeBron can go compared to um, what he's done with the other teams in a weaker Eastern Conference. Also, the fact that they added Durant, Warriors. Who's so a much a, better defender? It's not like you know they added a, a lot more role players like the Cavaliers have. So Durant's like a different dimension for them. Could play one on one with anybody. I just think the cat the I just think the Warriors are gonna score more. Like at the and, end of the day, and their defense is good. They're yeah, like top five in defense. I mean, I'm, I'm not see like even getting away from the defense because the Cavs are gonna score points, but I don't think they can keep up with the offensive output of the Warriors. I just don't. I don't think. I think when it comes down to when teams start trading baskets, I think, okay, you hit one, we hit one. You hit one, we hit one. You hit one, we we hit one. You miss one, we still hit one. You miss another one, we still hit one. Okay, now you hit one, we will. You know, and they go back and forth. But, like, those couple times you brick, they're not gonna. They're not gonna. And nine times out of ten, they're gonna hit threes instead of twos. And also the fact that, like I said, with Durant being a, to this team, he's the one one on one player who's probably one of the best you've ever seen in the league. Right. And, and can post up and can get lob dunks and everything and can pass and do whatever. And who do you cover if he's driving to the rim? You gotta go get him. But then Steph is open, and then Clay is open. They can't have LeBron cover him. Like, right. He's just dunk on LeBron. What are you gonna do? He he's automatically taking two people to the rack with him. Whoever's guarding him in the center. They're both coming, which is going to leave somebody open on the wing. Somebody on the wing is going to be open. The ball's going to move. A shot's gonna, a clean shot's going to go up, and they're going to hit it. Like that's and and that's not just the Durant scenario. That's the Clay Thompson scenario. That's the Steph Curry scenario. That's the Draymond Green scenario. Curry's been finishing on the paint too, right? Ridiculous shots, not like Irving now. He's making ridiculous shots. Too. And he's not gonna get blocked anymore. He's gonna look and he's gonna dish. He's yeah. gonna he's gonna kick it out, and somebody's gonna get an open shot. And Durant is gonna be somewhere around there. Clay Thompson's gonna be somewhere around there. Yep. I mean, he's making all the cases for Warriors and four. If you think about it, I mean, I'm, I'm I just don't I I just don't. I'm not going to discount Tyron Lou for making adjustments. And I'm not going to disregard LeBron James's will to win. But I just think it's too much. Well, you like your case, but my case is I got Cavaliers in five. And here's why I say that. This should be good. I think for me, it's going to be, like I said, on the bench between Darren Williams, Kyle Culver, those guys making contributions to that team against the Warriors bench. Because if they play the way they're supposed to be playing, they have a chance to be in this game. But then I look at it this way. I look at LeBron Irving, and I see the new Kobe and Shaq of this decade. I see a guy who can score at will in Kyrie Irving, who's like Kobe Bryant, who can play one-on-one with anybody. And I see a guy in LeBron James who can really dominate the game, dominate the game in many ways on scoring, who's a physical freak like Shaq, even though he's not seven feet and whatever, but he's really big and strong. And I look at those guys, and they know the talk of, about it is, well, the Warriors are going to sweep, sweep them or they're going to beat them in five because they have like a 92% chance of 
beating them, or ninety percent chance of being the favorites, the Warriors, mm-hmm. going to Las Vegas, and the seven to five chance of, of Durant winning a Finals MVP and all that. But then I look at it and say LeBron has no pressure, and I feel like this year, being, you know, having or having no pressure at all, being the loose LeBron James as he is, is averaging like career high numbers because he knows he doesn't need to do anything else. He's won a championship with Cleveland. There's no pressure anymore. I look at that. I look at that Kyrie Irving has now suddenly become the Kobe Bryant of this decade now. All these ridiculous shots and then playing like like he's out of his mind. And I look at Kevin Love playing his best basketball since like Timberwolf years, mm-hmm. where he's actually averaging like twenty three and twelve and this and that, shooting at a career high in three point shots and the postseason and field goal percentage. Then you look at Tristan Thompson, who's a rebounding machine who can probably influence the game on how Cavs can have these second chance points and everything, and J.R. Smith defending and all that stuff, and the rest of the bench. So I look at all those factors, and I say this chance, and I say to myself, last year they imposed their will on the Warriors to win that series down 3-1. I think they figured out something about the Warriors that probably people don't know yet, or either that, they're just going to impose their will on their team and, and try to finish as fast as they can in that extended series. An injured Warriors team minus Draymond Green. Of course, they, they had a chance to. Yeah. And they also they've also pulled off these numbers and all this all this impressive action against a weak Eastern Conference. That's true, but I just can't go against LeBron James. I'm not. I'm not. I don't think that's why I'm not making a case to get swept. And that's why I can't make a case for them for the Golden State to sweep them. I don't think that's gonna happen. But I mean, a lot of people already said they're gonna sweep them. They go sixteen zero, and then the best team ever in postseason history. If if they if they okay, let me put it this way: if they swept them, I wouldn't be shocked. You wouldn't be shocked if the Warriors swept the Cavaliers. I, you know what? I would be a little surprised. I would be a little surprised. I don't have them sweeping. I would be a little surprised. Then but they, then the gap that everybody wants to talk about between Jordan and LeBron does it become from this to it becomes to a skyscraper. Yeah, skyscraper. Yeah. You got swept in the finals, and Jordan's twice. never lost. We got swept in the finals yeah. twice. And so, Jordan's never lost? Come on, bro. Yeah, so all of that. But I just I hope this series is competitive. That's all I want. Because I don't want the next couple of series, like the past couple of series, has been nothing but blowouts and being bored after the first quarter, the first half of the game, knowing that the game was over. We don't want any of that. We want this to be hyped up because a lot of people have been looking for this matchup since last year's finals saying, oh, when they added Durant in July, mm-hmm. they know that's just going to be the matchup again where LeBron knew that, you know, this is going to be the toughest match he's going to have against this juggernaut of a team. So, in my opinion, I say Cavs in 10, I mean, Cavs in, 10, Cavs in 5, and for you, you have Warriors in 5. And then we'll see from there if that's going to happen. But I just hope it's really a competitive series. That's all I want. Let's see what happens. It'll be interesting, though. But that's going to do it for today's show. Yes, it was all about the NBA Finals preview and our, you know, opinion on LeBron and greatness and blah, 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 and all that stuff. But this is what we can talk about. You know, you can follow us on the Slam City Facebook page or Twitter account at Slam City on Score360. You can follow me at Morning 10. M-R-M-E-C-C. Yep. And remember this, you'll be hearing us in about two weeks. We'll find out if the Warriors swept them or the Cavaliers are in this to the end or it's just, you know, another boring finals because of what happened in the postseason. See you next week.